Progroup Racing presents Show Us Your Tips, Saturday preview for the 10th of July, 2021. Beaver and Daggy with you to look towards uh, a wet round week with some rain on the way in Sydney, as well as the uh, Monash Stakes down in Caulfield. Beaver, how are you travelling, buddy? Yeah, travelling well, mate. Um, cooped up and a uh, bit, bit chilly outside, so cooped up in the nice warm uh, lounge room at the moment, mate. Yeah, probably the way to spend the week. Well, we don't have many other options than to spend the weekend that way. Um, but yes, but uh, looks like it might be a bit of a wet, wet weekend. Yeah, at least we've well, gone a bit closer. At least we're uh, we're racing, so uh, we'll have something to bet on. We'll kick off uh, at Randwick, where the rail is in the four meter mark. Uh, soft at the moment. It's supposed to be a bit of rain around, especially tomorrow. So we'll see how that comes up. I've treated sort of just on the worst side of of soft. Probably a heavy track for the day. We kick off with the two year olds over the eleven hundred meters. Uh, did you have any any thoughts mm. on some of these first starters? Uh, didn't have too many th- thoughts on the first starters. They were hard to line up, but um, I've tipped Dragonstone its first two starts, and I was pleased with the way it won last start. Um, so I'm thinking it can. No, uh, there's no reason it won't um, continue to improve, and uh, no reason it can't win this. No, fair enough. Uh, I, I like the uh, the trials of Sir Crackle. I think they've been really good. Uh, one on the heavy as well. Uh, he's looked really impressive in all its starts. Collett going on. Obviously, I've spoken enough about how he rides the wet tracks very well, uh, and I thought he was a, a nice way to start off here. Uh, the overs in the race, we've had, a, I forget who it was now, someone asked for a few more roughies. He likes when we get into the roughies. So uh, I thought the roughie here, number one, Dar Sandemil, sat outside lead on a pretty hot pace when uh, it was chasing Jigsaw at Caulfield, and... Uh, not necessarily a recipe I always follow, but I think uh, it was pretty good in holding on in that race and can probably run well around a $15 mark. But uh, I, I thought the first starter, Sir Crackle, uh, looks a nice horse. Race number two, uh, benchmark 72 over the uh, 1,500 metres. And this is a, a pretty ordinary affair, Beaver. Did you have any interest? I didn't have a lot of interest in this, mate. Um I, if I was forced to have a pick, I um, was had a slight leaning towards all in this together. Uh, probably get back in the field, but uh, like the way it's its second race start, how it hit the line uh, really strongly last start when it stepped up over to the mile. Um, I think it can continue to improve. Uh, Mark Newnham stable, uh, Rachel King uh, gets, a, gets a chance and it's down light in the weights. So around the $5 mark, I thought, so all in this together could be hardest to beat. Uh, I just defaulted uh, to Kobe Rocks. It's not necessarily a horse I'm, I'm that keen on, but this is a lot of provincial form and it, it's the Saturday horse in the race. Uh, it and, I guess, Majority, who was pretty ordinary first up. So uh, it's been up forever and uh, do I really want to back it? Probably not, but I, I just folded to the top weight here uh, away from all the provincial stuff. Race three is the highway. I left this alone. Did you uh, did you want to wait in here? No, nah, look, I wasn't a big fan of the highway, but if you're looking for some value, Zeus Station won well last start. It's had good winning form prior to that. Uh, around the $10 mark could be uh, the play in the highway. Nice. Uh, race number four, benchmark 78 for the girls uh, over the 1,100 metres. Uh, again, this had a, had a bit of a midweek feel, but I've gone back to, to Grawin here. It's now third up, uh, absolute wet tracker. Um, 
in a in a weakish field, I thought that might be again looking for the Joe Pride Wet Track Saturday horse. Uh, a little bit of a claim helps out as well. Um, Dunbrody Power I could have found. I think it's in later as well, but not necessarily on the wet. Uh, what about you, Beef? Yeah, didn't like this race at all. Um, thought Dunbrody Power probably the best horse in the race, but uh, a bit of concern over the condition of the track. Uh, not sure it'll start if it gets too heavy. So outside of that, mate, uh, happy to go with your selection there. Uh, race number five, 2,000 metre benchmark 78. Uh, I sort of went looking for the form here around the uh, the Steely race. So the, the two quick backup horses, Harpo Marks, now third up quick backup. And uh, Welsh Legend, who was okay in that race as well, both on the quick backup. Uh, was a, a recipe for success for Omudji on the last, uh, oh, yesterday. Uh, and just uh, on the wet tracks, dry to wet, seven-day backup. I thought the fit and firing ones might be those two. Uh, and I think there's a bit of a tail here. Uh, did you have any different opinion? Yeah, I think you're right. There is a bit of a tail here. I like Sakaz, but it's um, been scratched. Um, so that probably makes it set up for Harpo Marks, third up to continue to improve. Um, probably gets the right run in this race and looks the hardest to beat. Uh, particularly with that scratching. Race number six uh, on the 10 race card. We get to enjoy these every week, 10 races. Uh, 1,100 metre, benchmark 78 this time for the boys. Uh, how have you, what have you done with some of these? We've got the, we've got Hulk in the market again. Uh, the boppers sort of been one of yours. How have you, have you split them? Yeah, I've put a line through Hulk. I just can't, um, I can't back Hulk until it wins another race. Uh, look, I've gone for the bopper. Uh, it's going to it's going to probably get out in front and lead. Uh, had really good form last preparation in way better company than this. Strolled nice nicely enough without being pushed too hard. Uh, look, it's certainly the it's certainly the most promising horse in this race um, and should be hardest to beat. And then if you want to look at some value, look Accelerado and Broken Arrows all ran nice races last start. Um, they're certainly not without a chance. Yeah, good uh, good analysis. Uh, Accelerado was the one I would have mentioned, double figures I think can run well here. Wet Tracker uh, might get close to probably just jump off the bopper's back, I suppose. Uh, might be the one double figures, but I think I think you've summed up pretty well. J-Mac going on the Hulk is the only possible reason I'd probably give it one more chance, but it's now, you know, four seconds in, uh, three seconds in four starts his prep. Maybe it's uh, not quite as enthusiastic about winning as, as we might like. So the bopper has um, has some form around some good horses and, and has pace here. Uh, if it's really heavy, it might not even start. So Accelerado might get the, uh, the lead by default if it's not here. Yeah, the Poppers had a start on soft before and one, so never started on the heavy, so I'd, I'd be surprised if they take it out. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, we kick off the quaddy, race seven, benchmark 72, 1,300 metre, uh, the second running of the midway, uh, and I'm, I'm thinking these midways might be better betting opportunities than highways, just because uh, it worked last week where we were able to isolate the metro horses, uh, the, the, the actual Saturday horses, and they ran... Uh, they're all in the finish, and I think it's the same formula here. I, I've sort of looked to Monegal, uh, Cuban Royale as two horses who have uh, had quite a few reasonable runs in Saturday races, and this is a drop in grade for them. 
I think they'll be hard to beat. Uh, oh, they'll be both re- good or good bets at double figure odds if you look if you're looking that way. Yeah, uh, uh, fifteen dollars definitely. And uh, a bazooka was hard to miss last week. Uh, chasing home tycoonist seven day backup. Uh, I can see why it's favourite. And again, is the sad day horse. I think they're the three uh, and and sort of pretty keen actually to to play around with those three. Uh, did you look at this any differently? Uh, yeah, I did, mate. I come up with a shim. Mm-hmm. Um, around the double figure odds as well. I thought its first start uh, in Australia was pretty pretty good um, at Rose Hill. It was only it was in a similar race. It was three and a half lengths behind Paper Warrior and Tycoonus, but started fifties um, and was at an unsuitable distance. Uh, gets a little bit more distance, um, the 1,300, which will be in its favour. Still probably looking for further, but um, should handle the conditions. This is not an overly hard race. And if it's got any ability, um, could be the knockout chance here. Very nice. I like it. I, I think I like those four numbers for the quaddy as well. You might have a, a nice angle there to play. Uh, race number eight, the Winter Stakes listed race over the 1,400 metres. We saw a lot of these go round against each other. Uh, a couple of weeks back, uh, throw in the resuming Zigfield and uh, Rubasaki coming up from Melbourne. Uh, you keen on Bandersnatch again? No, I've, I've, I've flipped to Rubasaki, to be honest. Um, I just think I've really liked the last couple of runs of Rubisaki. I know it's going from Flemington back to Sydney here, but um, look, certainly... Definitely looking for the, the softer going. It's had two out of two on heavy. Um, had eight starts on the soft, four wins, three seconds. So certainly a, a horse that likes to sting out of the ground. Uh, less than a length off Dice Roll, who's a pretty decent horse and uh, pretty close behind you on January. The last two starts, uh, prior to that at Morfordville, wasn't the greatest, but that was behind Brooklyn Hustle, who franked that form. Yeah. So for me, look, Rubisaki's got... Pretty good, a pretty good record. Um, 17 starts, eight wins, four seconds. Uh, goes well the track, goes well the distance, and loves to sting out of the ground. Uh, Nash on board. Nothing suggests to me that he can't win this. And around the four dollar mark, I think it's a very, very good bet. Uh, a couple of interesting ones here. I, I sort of, I thought either Bandersnatch gets a similar setup here. It, it can get close to control of this race. Um, the two freshies, oh, fresher horses, Zigfield. Started three dollars fifty. It's only Australian start. Uh, last trial on the wet was okay. Uh, it was quite good actually. So it might be building to something. It might be a target here. Uh, and uh, Canter Monte Cristo had the it had the flashing light, and I think he's actually been over bet just because of that. But interesting, J Mac being booked, and uh, be interesting to see if it does start on the heavy. Uh, but just the two sort of outside the market there. A lot of these feel attached to each other. Rubisaki, I would have liked it to probably you know. Pick up Yulong Genry or Dice uh, Dice Roll, maybe maybe not. But like you said, it, it wasn't far off Brooklyn Hustle, and that's turned out to be borderline group. Well, is borderline group one form. So um, interesting to see how that all pans out. Probably haven't really given a lot there beyond yeah, you know, a couple of uh, outside the market. I might throw into a quadrilla. Uh, benchmark eighty eight, race nine, twelve hundred meters is the second last. Uh, again, another wide open affair. Uh, I liked Madam Legend's win last start. I thought it was pretty good here. Uh, it is a little bit up in grade, but uh, Brock Ryan's going okay at the moment. Probably right draw by this time to get to the middle of a, a wet round week. 
and uh, and can run pretty well here. Um, Frosty Rocks is probably the obvious getting a lead, but just just to, and it does go right in the wet. Just always that concern first up on a heavy for me later in the day. I thought they were the, the two I'll probably look at. Uh, how are you looking at the race? Yeah, I went for the Resumo Ventura Ocean. Uh, two, two, two runs last prep, uh, both nice wins. Uh, spilled straight after that. Uh, J-Mac goes on board, got a uh, good trainer in Chris Lee's around the $5 mark. Um, yeah, should should handle the, hopefully would handle the wet. Um, there's not a lot of form around. It's on the wet, so I'm taking a bit of a chance there. Um, but if, if it runs, then I think it could be hard to beat. It's two runs last prep were both in Queensland. Um, so for Lees to bring it to Sydney, obviously thinks it's got a little bit of ability and uh, hopefully improved um, with that spell. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, I thought probably slightly short for me, but um, you've got a good handle on the just fitting into a Sydney, a wide Sydney race, but uh, you've got a pretty good handle on the Queensland form, so obviously, so happy to take your lead there as well. Yeah, you're right, it is a bit, but sometimes these horses, when they're fresh, yeah. um, they sprint well, yeah. and yeah, um, I'm hoping that's the case. And we wrap up with a 7.8 over 1,400 metres, and... Well, what do we do with these two in the market, Blondeau and Catalan? Do you, do you forgive them? Do you just move on? Uh, I, the more I look at this race, the more I'm probably happy to be, be watching a footy by this stage, to be honest. Um, how have you – have you got any thought on this race? Yeah, Blondeau put a, a line through. Yeah. Um, they backed it off the mat for the start after the spell and it won convincingly and then it's been favourite ever since and has been disappointing – um, offshore, there looks a bit, a bit of money around for it. It's into equal favourite with Blondo now. Um, not not convinced on that. I'm willing probably to forgive Catalan um, on its last run. The first up was very good. Um, might have suffered from second up syndrome last start. Uh, the heavy track may have, may have not helped it, and that's a bit of a worry. Um, but it, it did run three lengths to expat and expat came out after that last weekend and Frank that form uh, and proved that it was a pretty decent horse. So I'm not so concerned about those form lines uh, given that and gets a little bit of weight relief. And that was second up off a very long spell too, wasn't it? It was off a year. That's right. So you can probably forgive that. Yeah. Uh, Distance will probably suit here as well. Uh, Should we do a quaddy, a Sydney quaddy to... Get us underway. Yeah, why not? Uh, how do you want to do this? Oh, I might as well lead us through. You can you fire away, as mate. we go. Uh, first leg is race seven. Two Monegal, four Royal Banquet, five Cuban Royale, six Ashim, and 13 uh, Bazooka. It's a bit wider there. Uh, let's go. One Bandersnatch, three Count of Monte Cristo, six Rubisaki, nine Zigfield, uh, yep. Anyone else? No, that was it. Two Frosty Rocks, five Iron Power, seven Ventura Oceans, and 12 Madam Legend. And we'll take on a couple of these favourites in the last. Uh, five Madam Watapi, seven Catalan. Anyone else? Or do you want to leave these two others out? Um... 
I'd probably throw in uh, number three, smart image. Okay, yep. Let's do that. Three, five, and seven to bring us home. Maybe get us some percentage there away from uh, offshore and Blondo. Uh, we'll take a bit of a risk. For progroupracing.com.au, do you have a best and a value for Ramwick? Yeah, my best bet of the day comes up in race eight, number six, Rubasaki. Mm-hmm. Um, and my value bet of the day comes up in race three, number 10, Zoo Station. I'll make uh, my best uh, Harpo Marks, actually, in the uh, the 2,000 metre race. And the value, I think the midways value uh, around Monegal and Cuban Royale, both about 15 bucks there, uh, will give you a run for your money. Uh, for progetracing.com.au, check out Progret Racing for their free tips and extensive guides. Let's head to Caulfield, where it is a drying, soft track. Uh, I think we know what we get at Caulfield, should play okay. Uh, and we kick off with the rail in the true with the two-year-old fillies, uh, which I'm passing on. So do you have anything to add uh, in this No, race? I've flicked past myself, mate. Um, happy to watch them go around in the first and save my money for the next. Race two is the three-year-old boys, 1,100 metres. Uh, how about now, Beaver? Yeah, look, race two is a good little race. There's mm. some horses here that have shown some promise. Um, but I, I like the resuming deep, deep speed. Um, form last preparation was very good. It's got speed. Uh, Caulfield's been favouring uh, on-pace runners the last few meetings, so I suspect that won't change a lot. Um, from gate nine, it's going to have to go forward. Uh, I think that puts a bit difficult for someone like all of Brighton to to be in the finish if it does favour the leaders. Um, Zipping Boy was very good last start, but uh, it's carrying the grandstand. Um, it has to give a lot of weight to deep speed. So for me, deep speed, um, main danger, Zipping Boy. Yeah, similar. I think the same. I think they can probably, if they're smart, uh, control this race and make it very hard for anyone else to get into the finish. Uh, I agree with what you said about all of Brighton. I was happy to uh, just assume it's going to be too far back and flashing home and uh, the leaders will be off and gone here. Race number three, benchmark 78 over the 1,100 metres. This one, uh, Zorro's dreams, a little bit of a hulk. So I was happy to be away from that. I actually thought, I was actually happy to forgive Lavina uh, its last run up the straight. And I just thought there might be a fair bit of pace here with uh, all, the, all the pace sort of ridden by apprentices. Uh, Maddie Lloyd, Alana Kelly, Tom Stockdale, Carleen Heffel, all sitting close to the speed. Might go a bit crazy and you'd be looking for a swooper here. Uh, and around the $8.50, uh, I like back around a band. I like the senior jockey, Brett Preble, is actually riding all right at the moment. Um, month off trial in between around the $8, $59. Uh, might be able to get some of the money back from Lavina last start. Uh, did you uh, have an opinion here? Yeah, look, um, you're right with Zoro's dream. It has last three runs have been seconds. Uh, prior to that, though, it did, it did win two races, mm. um, in a row. So, it's going good, um, and it's going to probably in the, be in the finish again. Kilcarney Royal beat it two starts back. Uh, no reason it can't beat it again here. Um, so I'm just going to I'm just going to hope that Kilcarney Royal gets to sit on these and gets to split at the right time uh, around the six dollar mark and uh, 
can finish uh, the Zara's dream again. Cool. Uh, race four is the Phillies version of the 1100 meters uh, for the th- uh, yeah, three odd Phillies. Um, I was going to forgive Sugartown up the straight. It just looked like he got completely lost, uh, sort of floated around uh, and still sort of held on okay. Still was uh, only a few lengths off the finish and I think can get control here. Jamie Carr from that gate, I'm guessing, goes forward, back around to Ben, will be far more comfortable and uh, I think will run well. Uh, is that, how have you thought about these uh, group of girls? Yeah, I thought the same as you. I think Sugartown... Um, did look a little bit lost last start, and I think going getting back around the bend here will suit uh, on pace up, up near the lead, uh, suited by Caulfield. Jamie Carr hopefully will control it and um, get get one of those uh, necessary wins. Race number five is benchmark seventy eight, two thousand meters. Uh, a bit of a gala here. Anything take your fancy? You mentioned Zakaz in uh, Sydney. Yep, so I'd like to see Kaz here. It's now been backed in a little bit given the scratching of the favourite over the sky, um, which I've just noticed. So I, I think that opens this race up uh, to be a fairly open affair. Uh, $5.50 equal favourites to Kaz and Turidin, but uh, I'm leaning towards the Kaz. I think it can be the hardest to beat here. Uh, just like the way it's going about this preparation, gets out to the 2000, uh, which will suit it. And uh, Look, set up for this. Yeah, I thought, uh, well, the two at the top of the market were the, were the two starting points here, Zakaz, uh, Honest Horse, and Turidan, I think, can turn the tables on Falls. It's had the, a bit of space between the runs. Now gets a senior jockey, and uh, Falls just had the big rails bias uh, at Sandown in its favour last time they met. So I thought, uh, yeah, three and six there, Zakaz and Turidan would be the, the two hardest to beat, but a, a tricky little race there. Race six, 2,000 metres for the three-year-olds this time, uh, where I was looking towards uh, Red Santa coming off just uh, a length or two behind Wicklow. Uh, Coming back from there, Sydney form back here, Jamie Carr going on. I assume by now she's probably ridden a 100th winner and has a little bit of the, maybe the yips out of her system and uh, hardest to beat here. Uh, I thought the two at a price. Montilla can run well, honest enough. In these staying um, three-year-old races, and down the bottom, uniquely is around twenty to one as well, and, and has been running quite well too. Um, how about you, Beaver? Yeah, look, um, Red Santa is looks looks like it um, should be improved at this. I, I went for a bit of value in this. I went for number eight, Zayx. It was first up last prep, and it really came it came home hard and swamped them from near the rear of the field um, in its packing and on the synthetic. Um, so I'm hoping it can bring it to the grass, but uh, possibly come up a much better this preparation. And I'm willing to take the 2020s to have a look at ZX and see how it's gone, um, and hopefully uh, gets one for the for the roughy backers. Beautiful. No, uh, well, these a lot of the times these stay, especially the young staying races tend to be up to grabs. So winter staying stuff, you, you, you may as well have a bit of a, a ride for a big price there. Race number seven, benchmark eighty four over the seventeen hundred meters. Uh, where thought of that is there a bigger SP anchor around? It just seems to start favorite or second favorite every time it goes around. Um, 
that being said, Chief Alton is the up and comer here. Uh, down in the weights again. You got a claim to get it right down to minimum as well. If uh, you're so inclined to follow that, gate five hopefully can be kept enough out of trouble here. And I don't think this is much stronger than a a, a midweek standard race anyway. So uh, it should be a Saturday winner. I think it will be after Saturday. Yeah, look, it's uh, going well at the moment. It should have won its last three. Mm. Uh, this is moral beaten when it ran fourth. Look, I just see it uh, getting all the favours here from gate five. I see it probably sitting one out, one back. Uh, just off the pace here, they'll come around the turn and it'll be given clear air. And Tommy Stockdale will get this one home, $4. I'm, I'm chuffed at that price at the moment. Yeah, me too, me too. Uh, I think that's a good bet. Uh, race 8, the Sir listed Sir Group 3, actually, in fact, these days, 1,100-metre Sir Monash Stakes, where Malkovich heads the market. Uh, how are you going to play the feature race here? Yeah, you got Malkovich last start, and I can't see anything beating it here. Uh, probably short enough. It's $2.50, but I really loved the way it, it won last start. Um, watching the race, I think it was sort of couldn't lead um, and sat off them and was three wide and had to had to chase and had to chase really hard and it and it did and it hit the line really hard. I didn't think Malkovich had it in it uh, when it was sitting sort of third around the bend. I thought you wouldn't want to be on, but yeah, it, it was a good solid win and I just think this horse may the penny may have dropped. Yeah, um, I thought it was one of its if not its best win because before that it was a bit of a. Uh, a lead at all costs and hope to hang on horse. And I thought that was, it was pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I still have it in my mind that Valami is a better horse than it. And maybe that's, maybe it's improved since, since then. Um, yeah. Valami has got first up form and has form in previous lives around some good, some good mare stuff uh, all the way through. Leaning that way from Malkovich. And I think Viridine's come back pretty well. Uh, I think it's last, last start uh, in the finish. Um, behind Adelong, uh, wasn't given every opportunity there and can run well again. I know they're the top three in the market, so again, I probably haven't said a lot, but uh, it does have a pretty good Caulfield form off-season as well. I'm just going, I think Valami and Malkovich, again, or market order, but I think they'll still fight out, and I'll probably lean the way of the of Valami there, and maybe I've got a bit too much of a soft spot for her. Uh, fresh is best, though, with her. Race nine, do we wrap it up with anything easier? Uh, potentially not. Uh, in fact, not at all. Don't really like the race. Uh, I have been a fan of fundraiser. I think it's a talented horse, and I think around a $7.50 uh, at this level is a good each-way play for me to finish the day in a, in a tough affair. How about yourself, Beaver? One of your mates, Jumbo's here. Yeah, no, I went for a fundraiser as well. I think um, third up... Uh, two two nice runs. Uh, first two runs this preparation. The gate eighteen's a bit of a worry for me. Mm. I think it means it's probably got to go. I think it goes forward um, all the way back to. Oh, yeah, otherwise it goes forward. It's probably yeah. stuck through wide. So it's true. Yeah, so I'm a bit worried about the the gate and what that actually means. Um, but it's it's a, a good chance. Scanton's going well, but I also. Um, Look, I thought there was a bit of a roughie in the last here too that it's not worth a, a bit of interest is Titan Blinders mm. uh, or Titian Blinders. Uh, third up as well. First two runs uh, shown some improvement. Uh, get about 30 to, 30 to 1 here um, in a pretty open affair. Uh, look, 
it's a big field. Um, these are the types of races where something at odds has uh, been winning and jumping out of the ground. So maybe uh, Tisham Binders might be the one in the last, but it's a fundraiser um, as well. Cool. We've got a few roughies there today, so can't uh, can't complain that we didn't find a few. Uh, for progretracing.com.au, you're going to drive our quaddy at Caulfield? Yeah, I'll drive the quaddy at Caulfield. Thanks, mate. Um, I'm going to go numbers one, three, seven, eight, and ten. Excellent. In the second leg... I'm going to go numbers one, five, seven, and nine. Yep. In the third leg, I'm going to go numbers one, six, and ten. Leaving Villami out, eh? I'll put the 12. Leaving Villami out. Yeah, I didn't know what to make of Red okay. Man in that. Yeah, that was a weird. It, I don't think it handled the straight. Is any is the best explanation? But uh, uh, throw go with what you've done. But uh, yeah, throw Valam. I'll be throwing Valami in for the record. Uh, keep that. And in the last leg, go a little bit wide. I'm going to have number two, mm-hmm. number seven, number eight, number eleven. Number seventeen and number fifteen, and leaving the favourite out here, Grinzinger Alley. Leaving the favourite out. Uh, I like it. We've, uh, okay. we've taken us. We've taken our chance in the last at both, both Sydney and uh, Caulfield for a bit of a price to finish the day. Uh, very good. Uh, your best end value at Caulfield. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race seven, number nine, Chief Altony. Uh, Thought it might be um, hard to beat. And my roughie of the day, value better of the day, comes in race six, number eight, Zayx. I'm going to make my best. I think Chief Altony is probably uh, hardest to beat in the day. I think Valami is going to run really well. So, But Chief Altony and Valami, my two, the two I'm keenest on. My value, I'll make it fundraiser in the last. Uh, gate 18, as you said, the only concern there, but at an each way price, I think will run well. As well as those, all the, I really like the uh, staying ones you we mentioned uh, in the three-year-old race. I think I'll give you a shout if you're keen for something. If you have a bet at 20s on a day, that'll be the race to do it. Uh, King of the North, what have you got for us up at up in Queensland? Doombin. Yeah, I've got three up in Queensland. Uh, Doombin, race one, number one. Uh, get us off to a good start. Hinged. Uh, we'll be winning. Race three, number six, Abel Mabel. Uh, it's going to give us a good uh, uh, sight. And I think uh, best bet of the day up there, race seven, number one, Axe. Um, yeah. Back to the winner's store. Saw that saw that in there earlier. I think that's a, a great bet. Uh, very good, Beaver. Uh, for progretracing.com.au, this has been Show Us Your Tips. Uh, I will see you. We might do some lockdown beers over the weekend via Zoom. We might uh, Zoom in and uh, have a chat during the footy. See how that pans out. Uh, everyone stay safe during the Sydney lockdown and uh, hopefully we're all back um, out and about and doing our best in a couple of weeks. Uh, take care, punters, and we will see everyone Tuesday night for our midweek preview.